back to the podcast. Beloved, this is indeed your brother, Big VJ, checking in. Today's conversation, I want to talk about a concept. Beloved, I want to talk about a concept. And in talking about this concept, there's a couple of things, current events, we may touch on. Um, But I want to go back to a principle that we often say on this podcast, right? All is the mind and the universe is mental. All is the mind and the universe is mental, beloved. That is a concept that was put on the table by original people from Kemet. All is the mind, right? Beloved, I'm submitting to you that the mind, your mind, his mind, her mind, my mind is a battlefield. There is a war that is taking place for our minds. There's a war that is being held for our minds every single day of the year. The devil ain't taking no time off, right? We, beloved, as original people of the planet, are the children of the earth. We are family people. We are tribal people. We are a kinship people, right? We were introduced while living on planet Earth to a hybrid people. They, they didn't even look like us. They looked at different. Looked a little funny. They was pale. They introduced themselves to us, though, as the children of God. The chosen people, right? <laughs> In fact, right, uh, we got a couple of brothers from Instagram, right? Our brother Ricky Allen and our brother T. Fowler. They uh, sent us an article. And it talked about what was going on in New York City, right? You know, one was a video and it was about the hook nose, small hats. They over there somewhere in Brooklyn and Crown Heights somewhere. And they got this tunnel that they had underneath in their synagogue, right? So, all right. I took a look at it and um, both the article and the video. So now I'm going to do a little digging. It's kind of new. But I'm doing a little digging to see what I can find. And then, of course, with the people that's in question, I already knew I wasn't going to find anything. And if I found something, I wasn't going to find much, right? There's like there's like a video that's showing these guys, these chosen people now. They got a video of them kind of like, it's like, I guess, it's, I, I guess it's inside of the synagogue. I don't know. You know, I've never been inside of a synagogue to tell you. It's just a building. It's, 
and it was some pushing going back and forth with them and uh and law enforcement and i didn't see no tasers being used i didn't see no pepper spray uh nothing real kind of like i didn't see that it looked like looking at the video i should have seen that but I didn't see it. And I'm just looking like, okay, some people got arrested. They don't say the people's name. And I just know, okay, this story is not really going to go anywhere. Because they're talking about small hats. So I just, I'm, I'm, we already know. Who can remember when uh, Karen Hugh, right? When Karen Hugh came out and she was talking about everything that took place at the World Bank. She was a whistleblower. Hugh came out and talked about this, talked about that. The story kind of got some steam. It went away. And then you look up later and reports are saying, well, Karen is no longer here. She died mysteriously because she was a whistleblower. Uh, Let's go back even further. Let's go back to Watergate, right? Because that was going on in New York City. We can call that Tunnelgate, but that's going to go away. Let's go back to Watergate, though. Who can remember our brother Frank Willis, the security guard, that he he was he seen that the locks was kind of funny, and then he then it blew up a little bit, and then this is we talking about Watergate, and then Nixon he he you put <laughs> he put in his resignation, you know what I'm saying, and then okay now he was a whistleblower, and all of a sudden you see. Frank, because of that, lived a large portion of his life in poverty. So whoever knows the real story, because I said all that to say this, who knows the real story about what those hook nose small has got going on down in Brooklyn with that tunnel thing, they're not going to really tell it. Because if they really tell the real deal, it's going to be some blowback for it. Um, This is why we appreciate independent media so much because the person that really really knows they can sell the story to someone who was not afraid that could come out but we have to wait and see right we have to kind of like sit back and wait and see where this story is going let's talk about the people of God a little bit let's talk about the children of the earth a little bit right and um i want to talk about some religious organizations that i appreciate that i respect and we're going to talk about some chosen people and the chosen people representative that they put out in front of us who we call affectionately now right with our dear heart we call this man or woman Reverend Pochop Reverend Pochop is the representative of the chosen people (laughs) he's a representative or she is now the representative of the people of God because us being original people coming out of the family unit being the first people on the planet we had no pastor we had no bishop uh there's no use for those that live in the family unit to have an evangelist like what good is an evangelist going to do like 
is no they don't have a purpose in the original family units community it's just no the earth didn't give us that us as original people we're born with a mother and a father brothers and sisters grandmoms and granddads aunties and uncles grandchildren great-grandchildren great-grandparents the whole family unit is there so how can somebody come to you and bring you a religion unless they do it by force because it's not going to be by choice us taking a religion by choice is something similar to we're talking to a jehovah witness right jehovah witnesses go door to door they go to one household of family to the next household of family to try to tell this family about a god that they know and nine times out of ten when somebody is coming to you to your household your territory your shores your land and they finna introduce something to your family that your your family don't need it you sit in the house the kids out there playing uno or some kind of video game and they knocking at the door and you look and that's somebody coming to offer you a deity to offer you a pastor a bishop to put over your life but you're already in the crib you're good so so what Noah mama say don't go to the door don't even answer because they got some pamphlet they finna put in your hand some information that they finna put in your hand about a guy that they represent now this guy talks now so they don't say listen my guy wanna he wanna give you a call about 6 p.m. Pick up the phone and you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh he gonna send you a text message. He gonna it's gonna come from this number. L- look out for God. They don't say that. They got some information in their hand that they're gonna put in your hand for you to believe something. If they never put the information in your hand, this what they are selling you, it doesn't exist. It's not, it's not real. It's not gonna be real, your life. You know what is real? Mama daddy your brother uncle willie annie charlene your nieces and nephews that's real they're introducing poke chop them is introducing add-ons to your family that beloved i can submit to you by you being children of the earth you don't even need hey um we had a conversation on the podcast right and we was talking about the children of god and we were talking about the children of the earth right you know and one of the video clips that we use in the video was it's a pastor named paul right he's a uh, he's from zimbabwe you know what i'm saying and in one of the video clips pastor paul now he's on the phone He's in the church now, right? He's a po chop. He's on the phone. And he's he got the cell phone. He's talking. And he's in front of the congregation now. He's this nigga is acting like he's talking to Almighty God himself on the cell phone. He's like, he got the phone, he's walking around. He like, yes, God, what do you want me to say? And the people that's there, listen. <laughs> it's not really, it's really not funny. The people that's there, they believe, dude. They like he's on the jack, right? He's He's on the phone talking to God. And then he got his sister up. Like he finna do some, he finna prophesy to her. Yo, the Lord told me to tell you. I'm like, yo. <laughs> you can't make this up. Because 
the term that Christian preachers use that is very, very different than other religious representatives, i.e. the nation of Islam, i.e. the Hebrew Israelites, is they talk to God and got a relationship with God. That's how come he can come in front of you and fake it like he's talking to God on the phone now. Now, ironically, the same year he did this, we're talking about Pastor Paul from Zimbabwe. Ironically, right after he did this, the nigga get hit with a rape charge. One of the women come up in the congregation and say, hey, man, this nigga done did something improper to me. And well, how many times do we hear that? Because we ain't got to go way to Africa to hear that kind of story. How many of us can remember Buddy Down from Atlanta, Eddie Long, he throwing this big old anti-gay march in Georgia, all that. They got the, you know, anti-gay, family rights, anti-gay, yada, yada, yada. He's a poor child. A poor child means he is a representation, a representative that is a Negro of chosen people. Semitics from somewhere. Do you know what the chosen people mean? You know what they call them folks chosen people? Because in their story, they have a family member that they say his name is Abraham. His name was Abram. He lived in Iraq. His original birth home, according to the story that they give, is in Ur in Mesopotamia. Today, we call that territory, we call that landmass Iraq, right? Buddy is from Iraq. His deity, his God, chose him and his bloodline to give a land to. This is why he's the, that's why they're the chosen people. The land that they were given, people already lived on the land. Black folks, Canaanites, already lived on the land of milk and honey. They were already prospering. They were already doing well. They were already successful. Yet, their deity chose Abraham and his bloodline to get their numbers up. Up, up, up 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 to one day take the land as semitics from black folks that's what they were chosen to do to run a military campaign and war against original people and take their land and our people are so confused that they want to be the children of the chosen one now these are the hebrew too as in judah Isaac and Issachar, Isaac and Benjamin, they want to be the chosen people so bad that the chosen people put them in the back room. They took the people of the earth, put them in the back room, coached them up about how the book were and put them out in front of us. And that's how we got a pastor today. We do not, beloved, have a pastor, bishop, none of none of that exists in our family line none of that exists in our family tree the earth never gave us an evangelist it never happened nobody can say my family is a part of this religion because we was it doesn't exist somebody came to them and handed them original people information by paper or by sword 
or by gun and gave them this deity and the representative is a deity is a pastor. This is how black folks all around the world, black, brown, red, and yellow have pastors today. This is where Jim Jones come from. He's standing over colonized people because colonized people now believe that this man, that these pastors can talk to a God that's in the sky somewhere. Now just dig that now, right? Just dig that now because we got to really, really cook on that. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Detroit. You may be from Philadelphia, Houston, Mobile, Birmingham, Atlanta, right? Pensacola, Miami, Los Angeles, Little Rock, and Denver, etc. All these cities, Oklahoma City, Memphis, South Carolina, North Carolina. And the police department have all these homicides and cold cases on their desk now. And a nigga telling you he can talk to God. If that was real, every detective, every police department in the world best friend would be Reverend Pochop. Because this nigga can talk to God. He can talk to God so much. We can just, we're going to go, because all these cold cases we got, every time we get an Amber Alert, we know the man that talked to the all-wise, all-knowing being that created heaven and earth, all the world, sun, moon, and stars, everything. He knows the guy. They have a relationship. This is what Pochop say. Relationship. He got a relationship. So you would think, well, you know, every detective, every time somebody loses a child, it's an Amber Alert, they go go to the closest pork shop and say, hey, we know we need you to set up an appointment because we know you talk to God regularly. And when you talk to God, help us close out this cold cake. Cause we, this woman want to find out who killed her son. This woman want to find out who killed her grandchild. This man want to find out who killed his daughter. This grandma trying to find out where's her missing granddaughter at? Where's her missing son or daughter at? It doesn't happen though. You see what kind of vicious game that you're playing with somebody when you tell them, I got a relationship with God, I talk to God. About what? About cold cases? You closing cold cases out? You helping folks find their missing children? What are you and God talking about? No, we was going over the word, brother. Meshach, Shitrack, and the Bendigo. We were talking about this, brother. Huh? Every time I hear that one of the men, one of these men of the cloth did something violent or improper to a child, dig this now. These Catholics, these Catholic crackers been touching children for I don't know how long. But Reverend Pochop got the spirit of discernment and he, we could come to you and tell you about how the Lord going to give you a new house and a, and a new car. And that's when he really being slick because at the, if you was a child of the earth and you knew it, when Pochop come to you and tell you about what this guy going to give you, you know what the first thing you would have said? Well, the earth gave that to me already. I'm not looking for a new house. The earth going to give me a new house, a new car. Well, you know, the earth, I get I get my cars out the earth. The earth gonna give me another car. Yeah, my situation tight right now. 
but if I live long enough, whatever situation that's that's not so well, if I live long enough, the odds is it's gonna get better, it's gonna get well. So what are you offering me? He can't not everything he's offering you is already on the earth, but you are earthling already. Now he's gonna sell you a real estate in heaven somewhere, but he never been to heaven. This nigga preaching more about heaven and the pearly gates and all of this more than anybody on the planet. And he never been. Stop the cap. How come these folks just won't be honest with us and say, listen. Beloved, I'm going to be your pastor, leader, teaching guy over information I studied, I researched, and I feel like, you know, in my heart, you know, and the voice in my head that this information would be good for you to learn. Okay, we accept that. That sounds like a good plan. He's not saying that. God talked to me. The city of Detroit, the police department got all these cold cases. All these folks that got shot and stabbed and missing. And But God talked to me. Now, even though God talked to me, I don't know about nothing that's important. Whatever that's really needed that can help the village, I ain't got none of those gifts. But I do got a gift of teaching you how to sow a seed. Okay, good, Pastor. We, we glad you're going to teach us how to plant vegetation. And No, no, I ain't talking about that seed. I'm talking about a financial seed. Huh? Stop the cap. <laughs> Beloved, you can't make it up. If you say, if you tell it like it is, they're faking, they're faking like something wrong with you. The one thing that the nation of Islam did that I respect is that the founder of this of this religious organization. His name is Master Farah Muhammad, right? He is labeled as God that came in the person of Master Farah Muhammad, right? When you hear the nation of Islam use the term God, God only means power and force, right? So as an add-on, your brother VJ would say God is a righteous power and force and when you come to this platform when I use the term righteous that means harmless Master Farah Muhammad found a student in the most honorable Elijah Muhammad raised him up Mr. Muhammad only had a third grade education taught him the knowledge of self and then he gave him and the converts a promise right those that converted to the belief of the nation of Islam the supreme wisdom Master Farah Muhammad gave them a promise and the promise was that learning Islam is learning mathematics. Mathematics, according to Master Farah Muhammad, mathematics is Islam and Islam is mathematics. Once you learn it, you must secure some benefits while you are living. Luxury, money, good homes and friendships in all walks of life. Sit yourself in heaven at once because this is the greatest desire of your brothers and teachers that is all master Farah muhammad taught those that converted to the way of islam his brain of islam ourself lord and master not what they got not what the sand niggas got over there in the east not jumping on the ground praying your head bumping your head five times a day nobody's running to mecca to walk around no stone 
Uh, nobody's being a part of Ramadan. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, the original people is involved in Ramadan. Now it's nigga done. You just a nigga in the morning, nigga at dawn. Nobody's running over there and follow behind no sand niggas. Because the way that Master Farah Muhammad gave it to the people was that he didn't really want our people around those Arabs. And then he, he didn't want our people definitely around those Christians. He just put together a religion that would make you a dignified man on the planet. So the language that Master Farah Muhammad used to use, some of it was kind of like New Covenant language, New Covenant information, because the, he used to use the term a fisherman of men. I would make you a fisherman of men. So you got to have a particular kind of bait to draw these men in. And the bait was black man is God and white man is the devil. Right. I'm going to show you the difference in religions. Black man is God. White man is the devil. And then in the supreme wisdom, he taught his converts because he didn't have believers. He searched and seek for converts. A convert is somebody that's going to throw away their old culture and take on a new culture that is being presented to them. So you have a slave culture. You think black is bad. You think everything that's black is bad. You devil's food cake. Uh, everything that's white is great. You like Santa Claus. They give you a, a, a white messiah out of, out of Palestine. They give you the white angels. They give you the white everything. And that was the culture that you had before. You walked around as Smith, Johnson, and Douglas. You had the slave name. But to come over into a way of righteousness, convert over, well, you had to get rid of that slave name. That's the devil's name. We're not doing it over here. The devil's name can't make the rose. So you had to drop that slave name. You had to drop that slave diet. No, we don't eat pork over here, man. Nobody don't eat that swine. The hog eaters, it clog your brain up. You can't even think straight all that hog in you because your pressure, you have pressure problems and everything with that hog. We don't do no hog over here, brother. <laughs> yeah, keep that hog, man. We don't, nah, you, you take them pork chops over there to Buddy. Buddy got plenty of pork chops over there. We don't do the pork chops and hot dogs over here. See, that's being a convert. Master Farah Muhammad never promised the people a spiritual heaven. He didn't give you no pie in the sky. Master Farah Muhammad said, once you become dignified as an original man, you are going to get your heaven here. Dignified man. Walking around. In front of Mr. Charlie And you ain't no Charlie no more Without Elijah beloved There is no Malcolm X There is no brother minister in Chicago There is no Muhammad Ali They don't exist Look I'm finna show you a family tree now I'm finna show you a tree There is no Muhammad Ali Without Mr. Muhammad beloved It doesn't exist he is their leader teaching God. Mr. Muhammad taught through supreme wisdom. Through the first lesson. Who is the original man? The original man is the Asiatic black man. The maker, the owner, the cream of the planet earth. Father of civilization. The God of the universe. You're a God. You're a God. You're a God. You're a God. So if you're a God. How can this guy from the east bring you a God and you're a God? You on this planet 
are the guy you're looking for. All you have to do is master the earth that the unseen guy that does not talk to us gave you. That was the teaching. When you go into the supreme wisdom, that was one of the questions answered. Who is that mystery guy? Because beloved, our folks was Christians. Our folks was, they believed in Buddha. They believed in the uh, Allah that from, the, from Islam, from over there in the East. This Nobody knows what this Allah does. He flies in the sky. Nobody knows what he does. Look, the Palestinians are getting bombs dropped on them right now, brother. Right now, sister. And they, it's a video of a young child. I hate this. I had to, I had to say it this way. It's a young child. He got to be about five or six. And he's in the bed. And he's praying to Allah to do something. And we know, well, no, it, it, nothing's going to happen. Unless your uncles, your family tribe, get up and do something to defend their land, their territory, nobody's going to pop out of the sky and do anything. When our brothers was on that plantation in Haiti, and the devil came over and converted them, gave them a new religion, and soon as they got this new religion, man, they was in servitude. And you know what they did to get the devil off that neck? They went back to what they knew, the earth. They went back to their indigenous religion. That's how they got the cracker off their back. How you going to use the tool that he gave you against him? If he gave it to you, he's the master of it. That's why you can't outgun no devil. It's his gun. You going to outgun the man that makes the gun? But you know what? You know what you can do that he can't do? He can't outdo you being you. He knows that. So he needs you not being you. You know, you got the gifts and talents in your soul already. As original people, you're born with it. Some of our people are going to know how to be able to go into the future. With no religion, we're going to be able to go into the future. We're going to be able to go into the past. We're going to be able to just speak to people and see things in the in the energy world and say, you know what, my sister, this and that is. But if they put a pastor over you, you think they're doing that to free you, brother, sister? You think the chosen people is putting it doesn't dawn on you that there's so many religious houses in our villages. It's like they need their representative. They need chop amongst us teaching us. It's like they're not doing that to bring us up. That devil ain't never brought you nothing to free your soul. If he's bringing you anything, it's to weigh you down. He's playing a weird energy game. So I say to you, beloved, every time you got a religious house in America, it got to dawn on you that within a A block, five block, sometime right next to the building, these folks keep a cemetery next to your religious house. They keep one. It's the stirring up of energies. They, they made their footing into our hip-hop. Hip-hop wasn't violent. But you know what the first, one of the first laws of witchcraft is? Rhyming. The order for the witches to give a good spell, they used the technique of rhyming, and then they found you. Because the original man and woman are the best rhymers on the planet. So when they give you the rhyme, 
when they promote a certain kind of rhyme, they know that they're promoting the witchcraft because that was the come on, y'all. We got to know this kind of stuff now. We lost the knowledge of the earth. When somebody say you don't have the knowledge of yourself, that means you don't know the earth. You don't know where you came from. You don't know how to grow nothing. This cracker is making grapes. This cracker making plums. He's making fruits and they don't have no seed in them no more. Y'all, have you noticed in that? They ain't got no more seed in the grapes. That means once you eat them, they're gone. And you can't go in your backyard and make your own vineyard anymore. He's going to hoarder all the seeds. So you have to go to him for food. Everybody can see he's doing that. Nobody has a garden in their backyard no more. Because he sold you the brand of entertainment and he gave he gave a nigga a hundred million dollar contract so he can because he can shoot the ball in the hoop. Now the backyard that had good fertile ground and green grass, niggas putting concrete over their backyard to put a basketball goal in the back because they're gonna sell their children to go to this. It's a hustle, man. It's a hustle. It's a hustle to keep you in servitude. Who is that mystery guy? And the answer was, the son of man has searched for the mystery guy for trillions of years, Mr. Muhammad said. The son of man looked for this mystery guy for trillions of years and was unable to find a mystery guy. So they have agreed the only God is the son of man. So they lose no time searching. Why are we going to walk around and look for a mystery guy? It doesn't. We don't hear the. We do not hear. We do not talk to a guy. We do. God don't talk to us. We don't hear. It. It's not in our existence. As original people, we can see the essence that, man, you know what? All of this is made by intelligent design. Everything. Ain't no Big Bang Theory going to work no seed time and harvest. Going to bring no different seasons. The earth is measured, beloved. This was made by intelligent design. Mama, Mother Earth, 196,940,000 square miles. Come on now. We know this is actual facts. That's the size of the planet. 57, 255 million square miles of this planet is land. 139,685,000 square miles is water. It just didn't happen like that. Somebody designed it like that. When we say we talking to God, original people, it's a voice in us. We are born with it's a voice in us. It's a conscience in us. VJ, don't do that. VJ, you know better than that. Don't do that. VJ, you need to do this. You 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 walk by that woman. You seen her at that register. You seen she's short. VJ, you got the money. Go pay for that woman groceries, V. You see she ain't got the money. I put the woman in front of you on purpose. She at the register. She's swiping the car that don't work. Son, pay for the groceries. You got the money. That's the guy that we have. That's in our conscience. Hey, V, you see, you, see old, you see that old woman on the side of that road, man. You know good and well, V, she can't change no tire. You know... It's only going to take you less than 10 minutes to change. Go out there, man, and put the jack on. Change the woman time for it, V. 
This is what we talk about when we talk about we talk to God and God talk to us. When the nation of Islam is talking about they talk to God, God come in the person of a human being. It's in the person of a human being. That's how the, that's the verbiage that you God came in the person of Master Fraud Muhammad. When the Hebrew Israelites are kicking game on the corner of every inner city in the whole United States, they're saying they know what they know through study. They, they studied it out. They researched it. They got line, line upon line, precept upon precept. I'm going to kick this game to you. They're not saying, well, I got a relationship with this unseen deity. I talked to him and he talked to me. They don't say that. That's what the children of God is saying. Man, I talked to the I talked to the guy. He ain't gonna never go up to heaven and spend no summer. It's not gonna happen. He's never gonna spend his winter time. He got vacation hours at the job. He ain't gonna spend it. He he's not gonna spend a weekend in heaven and come back. He he's running a when he's telling you he's talking to God, he's like buddy, he like Pastor Paul on the phone on the yeah, I got God on the cell phone. He told me to tell you, and everybody that's got sound and right reasoning no no he's not talking to nobody on the phone you know what's so sad the people in the congregation they didn't know they think he's really talking like oh man you see pastor talking to god on the phone <laughs> it's not funny really it's really not funny you know what i'm saying it just shows you how deep you can get swallowed in religion and i kind of peep something that's fair i said you know what the less and less people know about the earth, the more and more they learn about religion. You know what I'm saying? Like the the every time you do not know about the earth, because to a certain extent, when you learn about the earth, depending on the religious story that's being presented at the time, it'll go against the religious story. Like, nah, the earth don't work like that. What happened? To the uh, what? Somebody went in the belly of a whale? Nah, that don't work like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, in the Quran, it talks about how the tree moved and all this for Muhammad. He was like, nah, trees don't move like that. <laughs> that don't happen. <laughs> Mama Earth ain't never moved no tree. That tree gonna be there. That tree ain't jumping around and moving around and do nothing. <laughs> that tree don't do that. <laughs> Beloved, we know this. We wake up in the morning. My brother Ricky Allen reach out. My brother T. Fowler reach out. And they said the children of God, they out there building tunnels now. <laughs> Can't make it up. <laughs> they out there building tunnels. Brother, you can't make this kind of stuff up. Beloved, you can't make this kind of stuff up. People of the earth, beloved, we're going to have to get the earth back. You know, my position here is that, see, I can get along with any and everybody because, beloved, you know, religion over here is marriage. Like, marriage is our religion. We feel as though that if your family unit is tight, it would dawn on you that a pastor don't fit. Like a pastor, I look at a man, right? I look at a man. As a man, I look at a man. And if a grown man 
men of a certain age, right? 35, 40, 45, 50, 55 years old. And he tells me he has a pastor. Oh, I follow Bishop Johnson. He's a grown man now. He got a whole family. He got a clan of his own. He's the head of a family. And he tells me, well, I follow Pastor Williams and I follow Pastor Smith down at such and such and such and such. Or I follow this minister over here at Muhammad's Mind, such and such and such. Now I go listen. Now I go kick it. But I follow the guy. He's my he's my leader or something like that. I'm going to look at the guy kind of strange. I'm like, what do you need to... How did you get a pastor in your family line? Like, he, who introduced you? How did you get a pastor in your family line? Because the earth gives us titleship. Mom and dad, auntie and uncle. We got a whole family that... And no matter how many children my grandmama and grandfather produced, they would never produce so many children that one of them would have fell into the rim of a pastor. They would have kept being auntie, uncle, auntie, uncle, auntie, uncle, auntie, uncle. Okay, how do we get a... See, the earth never gave us no pastor. The, the chosen people gave us a pastor, but we never got no pastor. The earth never gave original people no pastor. It's really that simple. The earth ain't never gave us. I get around a whole family reunion, and I'm looking at all the children that Big Mom and Daddy didn't produce, and it's a bunch of us out there. We just stay in that family clan. We don't have an evangelist. The earth ain't never give us an evangelist. Titleship didn't happen. We have an occupation that the earth gives us because it just shows other people our relationship to the earth that's what a plumber is a plumber is identifying his relationship to the earth what he does in the earth that's what a carpenter does that's what a an electrician does a brick mason does that's his relationship to the earth he know how to make the bricks he's a brick mason he can make cement he can cut down trees he can build this he can build that he could he's a master of what's in the earth that's an occupation. What does a bishop do? We don't know. I don't really know what a bishop does. Because that's not, that didn't, earth didn't give us that. So I don't really know. So why would I sit up and complain about what all these bishops is doing? I just, I could look at them from afar, but they, we don't have no bishops. They don't exist. It doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, Anything that's out of, outside of occupation, that's that we call that entertainment. We go to be entertained by the ventriloquist. We go be entertained by Buddy with the microphone with the band in the back. He just did it. He can get in, entertained. But I, I submit to you that if your family unit is tight, it's not even necessary. Our greatest desire here is that marriages and the family unit get back to its place so we can get back to our power. That's our whole goal over here. It's the, Marriage is our, our religion over here. The same way that you can read in that biblical story and how Job loved his God. Right, Job is dealing with a deity. Him and the deity and the adversary, they kicking it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dig this now. The children of God got a story in the book. It, it, it's uh, it's God and uh, and the Shaitan, which is in Jewish tradition. Now, it's, it's kind of tricky how they work. The Shaitan in Jewish tradition is like a prosecutor almost. You know, he's kind of like there to make sure you're worthy. 
of what's going on so he he accused he's accused of the brethren he stand before the throne like it's a court it's like a heavenly court and the shaitan in the jewish tradition now this is not the christians the jewish tradition he kind of acts like as a prosecutor almost to say you're not worthy or you're, you're not worthy of this and that because you're this and that and then the heavenly court try you this is how you get a job and then they show how it comes out in play the christian satan is different you know the um the shaitan in the jewish tradition he almost don't have no power he can only be given certain power at a time from yahweh he don't have independent he don't have nothing independent of yahweh right he's kind of like he's subject when you get to the christian the second half of the book is different like satan is he's a whole different kind of figure over there he got he the whole world is his he got the principalities and powers in high places is he's he got he's like independent of the god over there he's like the rival of god over there is is it's kind of funny and then he kind of married them up in the same book kind of which the jews don't like that right small hats feel like christians came along and just glued their book which is the new covenant on the back of their book and they just put it out in front of the world and then that's how they feel about it but the christians try to make it seem like with a old covenant and the new covenant the same book ironically what the christians did to the jews is another sect of people called the mormons and they did that to the christians like they had a book <laughs> they got a book and while the uh christians kind of like slapped their book on the back of the jewish book the mormons come behind and they slap their book on the back of the christians book so they's like oh we got the third book <laughs> they got these books right <laughs> <laughs> and then while they slapping these books back and forth the folks down in arabia got their own book they say no we got another man listen it, all of that is a different story for a different day but this is what i'm saying check this out Job, right let me get back to the point i was trying to make Job, through hell and high water stayed connected to his god that's the whole justice he went through all of this and all of that but he stayed righteous and he stayed faithful with his God, right? So what I'm submitting to you is that how powerful would original people be if they was that invested like they are to religion that the Semitics brought them to their own family? How powerful would we be? How powerful would we be if you love your wife and you was committed to keeping your family together like Job was committed to staying in pocket with his God. See, but what if you felt like that with your, no matter what your wife did, up and down, through the ringer, you stayed with her, you loved her, you stayed faithful all the way to the end. What if you was like that with your mom, your dad, your siblings? When the Semitics say one of their greatest commandments is, they're going to love the Lord God with all their heart, soul, and strength. Something like that, right? I don't want to misquote them, but it goes something along those lines. Well, what if you felt like that about your family? What if you was in love with your village and you love your village with all your heart, soul, and your mind? How would your village look like that? What if you was committed to your family like you was committed to this religion? Now, what if I told you this? What if I told you you was committed to your family like that? What if I told you you was, you were 
committed to your family like that. This is why they brought you a religion. Why do you think they brought you a religion? Why do you think they gave you a pastor? To give you an extended family that they can control. So now the pastor becomes your new daddy. He's a spiritual daddy now. And you're walking around proud. Yeah, yeah, man, this is my spiritual daddy and all. Man, your real father is... You don't even spend much time with him. You, oh, this is my spiritual sister. You don't call and check on your real sister no more. This is my spiritual brother. This is my spiritual, my spiritual, my spiritual, my spiritual, my spiritual. <laughs> Boy, the children of God is running a cold game on the children of the earth. And you so spiritual now, you don't even know your earth no more. Guess who know it? They know it. Now, everything that you need, you got to go to them again. How does it feel to be a child of God? Peace and black power to your family. Beloved, we thank you so much for listening. We thank you so much for hanging out. This is indeed Real Black Contest Form Podcast, man. I'm your brother, V. Yo, village. Yo, kinsmen. Your people. Until next time, beloved, we're going to get it with you later. Peace. 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 We had the administrators. Uh, sometimes the soldiers became the administrators. And the administrator's job was to govern the conquered people in the way with the foreign rules and new laws that serve the interests of the conqueror, that is the colonial state. The third instrument uh, were the missionaries. Um, their job was to soften the conquered, in this case the African, uh, called the native. Once he's softened, uh, he's then uh, manipulable and uh, he can be acculturated um, into the ways of the conqueror. So, and to do that, the missionary had to convince the African, the conquered person, that everything about him is evil. Everything about him is devilish. Because the only true way is the way of the conqueror. When the white powers met at Berlin in 1884 and 85, and their purpose was to agree on how to claim territories in Africa without killing each other in Africa. That was the purpose. And they agreed on the rules that you go to a place, if there's, no, if there's a flag of a white power, you know it's taken. So go somewhere else, if it's not there, plant your flag and let everybody know. 
and then it's yours. But then to prove that it's yours, you have to have effective occupation. Effective occupation meant beating up people into submission. That's where the soldiers come in. Um, and then once they are beaten, you have administrators and then the missionaries to soften them. Now, the three of them working together were very effective. In, let's say in Kenya, what became Kenya? Because by 1914, virtually every segment or section of Kenya uh, and the people in it had been beaten into submission. And they were beginning to imbibe the ways of the white man. The problem was that although they accepted they were beaten, they, were, they did not ex accept everything that they were told. Some of them developed a habit of learning from the enemy but still thinking because part of the conquest was to stop people from thinking uh, because thinking was supposed to be a monopoly of the conqueror. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Facebook. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment on the podcast. Your opinion of what you just heard is important to the platform. So yes, beloved, your comments are the engine and fuel to the machine. Stay blessed and have a powerful day.